Hello, and welcome to the Prepared Parent Podcast, the podcast that wants to help you become the parent you want to be through science and the Montessori method. Today's topic is sharing. I don't actually have a lot of research for this one, largely because I didn't have the time to look it up, and a very brief Google search did not that made the results I was looking for. I have in past read articles that have inspired my views on this method. Um, but those articles were just the opinions of other moms. So just a special note, while most of my episodes are based on research I have done in the past, uh, even if I don't always share that um, for lack of finding the links again. Uh, today is really just based on my personal experience, both as a child and as an adult, as a parent, uh, and my observations, uh, and also observations of other parents' opinions I have read online. So sharing. The commonly... Well, I don't know if it's common or not. I do know that some parents believe in forcing their children to share... You know, if you can't get along, I'll take it away. Um, you need to let your brother have a turn. Oh, he's been asking for 30 minutes now. It's time to let him do it. And so on. Um, I am against forcing children to share. And here is why. It disregards personal boundaries. So to put this in context a little bit, if you went up to another adult and grabbed something from them, they would protest because that is, you know, rude. And, you know, depending on how long you keep it, might be considered stealing. And even if you claimed you were just borrowing it, you are now a social outcast for committing such a huge faux pas. It's just very rude. And so it's a little bit strange when parents expect their children to do something similar, you know. Let's say you were playing with your phone, you were playing an app, or you were reading a book, or you had some other item of personal property, and someone else came, walked up to you and said, Oh, I want a turn. It's my turn now. I want that. Get, you know, or takes it from you, or whatever, and you say no. Well, reasonably, you would expect your no to be respected. It is your object, and you have personal needs and boundaries and personal possessions. That is a an important thing. Um, so yes, that, that's the reasonable expectation. Now imagine some other adult stepping in, or a police officer or whoever, saying... Gosh, you've had that phone for a year now. It's time to let someone else have a turn and takes it from you. You might call this communism or socialism or totalitarianism or some other form of, auth of authoritarianism. Uh, and and that is largely that is the logic behind why I disagree with forcing that on children. Here are some further reasonings, though. This is something my parents did. 
my mom believed in forcing us to share. I had a collection of Hot Wheels as a child. And it's not that I was against sharing. It's that I knew if my younger siblings uh, played with my cars, they would lose them. And I did. I liked my cars. I wanted to keep them in good condition and I didn't want them to be lost. But my mom, well, you need to share your cars, you know, because she wanted everyone to be included or something and wanted us to learn to get along maybe. Um, and guess what happened? My younger siblings lost half of my car collection. And I... You know, this just deepened my mistrust of them and their ability to handle my things. Furthermore, this didn't end when we were children. As we became preteens and teenagers, this would happen with my clothing, my backpack at one occasion. My sister needed it for a camp and I didn't want to. And my mom said, well, she needs it, so you need to let her have it. And I begrudgingly let her have it. But, you know, it didn't gender begrudging feelings, not positive ones. And then what happened? She forgot about it when it was time to pick it up after camp, and it got left in the sun for three days and sun bleached. And I actually, that was a favorite backpack. I still have it to this day. I love that backpack. Um, another different sister borrowed my bike when hers no longer worked. And I don't remember if my mom forced me on that occasion or if my sister just believed she was entitled to it because hers didn't work and we need to share. But she took it and popped the tires. So in my personal experience, forcing children to share on the side of the child who doesn't want to share, A, teaches them to begrudge sharing. You know, we don't, I don't trust people with my things, uh, at some point, I just kind of stopped th- regarding my things as my personal things, and I didn't really care what condition they were in, because they weren't even mine. Uh, it also, a big one, was that it taught me, among other things that contributed to this, uh, but I believe this helped, uh, contributed to my problems with saying no. Because when I say no, and then I'm told, well, you have to anyway... You know, what it teaches me is, is that my personal feelings about my belongings and how I want them cared for don't matter because someone else's needs come first. And that's not a healthy thing. When we talk about boundaries and relationships, each party needs to be treated equally. You know, my feelings about it are just as important as your feelings about it. And for my feelings to be disregarded just because you want it was not a very healthy uh, attitude for me to have. Um, and it's taken me some work to get over that. Now, on the flip side, on the side of the child who is receiving the sharing, I really believe it teaches them that they don't need to respect other people's things, that they're entitled to whatever they want, and that they can just appeal to someone else to get what they want. And we need to be careful when we teach our children these things because they do take these attitudes into adulthood Um, children who don't learn negotiating skills become adults who sue or go to the police over everything. And obviously there's times when you need to, but, um, I have known some immature adults who go do these over every minor issue because they've never learned how to resolve it on their own. Um, 
So yeah, that's my big no for uh, don't force your children to share. Now that I've got that out of the way, let's teach you what, what to do um, because that's what's important, right? So your child is at the park playing with a toy and another kid comes along and says, I want to turn. You turn to your child. If, you know, first of all, give your child the chance to, to handle it. Probably your child is going to say, no, it's mine. Or, you know, they might feel like sharing today. Then you can let them share, obviously. And if that happens and the tri- and the asking child does not leave them alone, you can go to the asking child and say, hey, they don't want to share that right now. You can come back and ask later. Or when they are done, I, you, they might want to share with you. But with personal belongings, it's really important to respect that they are personal belongings. No one has a right to them, but whoever owns them. And, and this is important because when, you see, when your child sees something that they want, sometimes we pass a neighbor's house and they have a bike in the front and my kid goes, oh, I want to ride the bike. I can say, that's not our bike. That belongs to someone else and we need to respect other people's things. And so we teach by example. So by respecting those personal belongings, not only does your child learn to honor their own feelings and their own belongings, but they learn to honor other people's belongings. Sometimes I see children, I wouldn't know, one time, one time, a child at a park ran, like my kid had brought a bike to the park and he left it um, with me while he went and played on the playground. And other kids came up and just started like touching the bike and moving the bike and they wanted to ride it. And if I didn't stop them, I think they would have. Um, and so these children have not learned to respect other people's property. So how do I handle that? I just say, oh, hey, that's, you know, his bike. And if you'd like to use it, you need to ask him. And so we don't need to get angry with children when they don't know what to do. We just show them the right thing to do. I see that you would like that toy. Have you tried asking them for it? Oh, they said no. They're not ready to share right now. It's their toy and we have to respect that. Let's find something else to do today. Let's go find your toy. You know, you can redirect them in this way. Um... Yes. Now, sometimes uh, sharing is important. If you have multiple children in one room with one toy uh, that they all want, sharing is going to need to happen at some point. So how do we engage cooperation when that happens? When he's done with it, it can be your turn. This one is, is key. Um, you know, maybe the child plays with it for 10 minutes, maybe for an hour. Very often, once they've played with it for a while, they're sensitive to other children's emotions and they'll realize, you know, they want a turn. And I I am done with it and I will let them have a turn. Um, This is usually seen in older children, you know, beginning at the age of three, but don't be surprised if it doesn't develop until closer to age six or seven. Somewhere in that range, they'll begin to do that um, at their own pace. Usually, though, for younger children, they'll just play with it until they're done. And then you can encourage them to put it back so someone else can have a turn. You know, put it back on the shelf, and then another child will walk by and have a turn. 
Uh, sometimes the children will wait. They'll sit and watch and wait for their turn. And that's okay too. Um, just don't let them interrupt someone else's work. So if they try to start interrupting, oh, that's their work and you should not interrupt them. When they're done with it, you can have a turn. And you might follow up with, if you interrupt them again, I will move you to a different area to do something else. Um, depending on how persistent the child is. Um, so that's the key thing. Sometimes you can say, um, hey, there's only one of these and so-and-so is going to leave very soon. Is it okay if we give them five minutes before they leave? Um, if you ask them that way, you're going to have to respect if they say no. Or you can say, in one minute, I am going to take this and let so-and-so have a turn for 10 minutes. And after that, you can have it back. Um, and that's the key thing. We have to respect it is still their turn. You know, even if they're taking a break for someone else for 10 minutes, it's still their turn. And I don't encourage this. Um, it is an option in certain circumstances. Uh, so use your judgment on when to apply it. But yeah, just by and large, we don't force sharing. Um, with older children... And even with younger children, depending. Uh, a key element of sharing is we're looking for, I think everyone wants their children to share because they want them to learn how to cooperate with others and how to be considerate of others. Um, but there's better ways to do that. So first and foremost is conflict resolution skills. One of the things I love about the Montessori method is the peace table. If two children begin arguing, you take them each to the table and you have a conversation. Why did you hit him? Because I wanted it. Oh, you wanted the toy, so you hit him so you could have it. I see. Why didn't you give him the toy? Because I was still playing with it. Oh, you weren't ready to share the toy because you were still playing with it. And you might turn to the first child. You know, hitting is not nice. When we want a toy, we need to wait our turn. And depending on the complexity of the issue they bring, you begin to help them problem solve. What are some ways we can handle that next time? With young children, you will need to supply the answers. Um, with older children, you can wait for them to supply their own. If there's a conflict of interest, you can let both of the children supply answers. So with older children, this might be, everyone wants a turn with this toy. What are some good ways to help everyone have a turn? Someone might suggest time sharing. You know, my turn for 10 minutes, your turn for 10 minutes. Um, they might suggest something ridiculous, like I get it all of today and you get it all of tomorrow. And you should take that and try it. Because letting them apply their solutions is important because then you can sit down and have another conversation. Does that work for everyone? We tried it. Did it work? Is everyone happy? No? Okay, let's problem solve again. And that's an important skill uh, for problem solving. Um, so yes, when we're, we don't force sharing. Rather, we should be thinking about how do we enable our children to be considerate of others and to cooperate with others. So we teach them the conflict resolution skills and we teach them to be considerate. Wow, 
look, that child is sad today. Hmm, well, you know, why do you think he is sad? Oh, you think he misses his mom, maybe. Hey, what makes you feel better when you're sad? Oh, do you like to get hugs? Would you like to ask him if he would like a hug? And this is very important. We're always asking. So sometimes we get worried if our children begin, you know, tackling each other or chasing. If a child does this and the other child doesn't like it, you might stop them and say, look, he seems angry or scared. He doesn't like that. Let's stop. Or you might go to the child who's upset and say, tell him that you don't like it and we should stop. So you teach them what to say when something they don't like is happening. You teach the child what to say uh, before they roughhouse. We always ask before we get into someone's personal space. We ask before we hug. We ask before we tackle. Um, or make eye contact. Or another way, you know, we let them know what's about to happen. So that they can say no. And whenever your child says no, you need to respect it. When you respect your child's no, they will learn to respect your nose. They will learn to respect the other children's nose. Um, and so really, when we want to teach cooperation and consideration for others, respecting our child's no is the most important thing. And so disagreeing, you know, that's why we don't force our children to share. They say no, that's it. We respect it. Um... Sometimes a child with a younger sibling has a hard time letting them play with their own toys. Um, but you're doing hand-me-downs, and so what do you do? You might stop the older child and say, you haven't played before you give it to the younger child. You might take the older child aside and take out some of the old toys and say, you haven't played with these toys in a long time. I think you are all done with these toys. Would you be okay choosing which ones to give to your baby sister or brother? And they might choose some. And they might not choose any. In which case you might say, I know you really don't want to share any of these today, but your baby brother really needs something to play with. Can you choose one today and you can have it back tomorrow? So we're still giving the ownership of those objects to the child. But we are enforcing a little control in the situation. Sometimes, you know, the world is not ideal. Situations are not ideal. Sometimes we do need to enforce a little sharing. And so when we have to, we need to do so in a way that is the most respectful of this is your property and you get to decide how that happens. And so we, we offer those options, you know. Um, is it okay if they play with this? How about just for today? How about just for an hour? Um, that kind of thing. Um, because sometimes you know, we do need to enforce that. So when you present your child, you know, you can do it this way or this way or this way. Sometimes they'll come up with their own answers. And you just give them the options to let them make their own choices and you respect them um, and their property. That's all for today. If you have questions or comments, I will leave my email in the show notes. I'd be happy to hear from you. 
Have a wonderful rest of your day. Goodbye.